Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Brothers and sisters, welcome to another After Maghrib podcast. I am your host, Ahmed Abbas, with the electric, the eccentric, <laughs> Sayyid Ali Radhi. Assalamu alaikum. Habibi, alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Nice to see you. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, not bad. Good to see you as always. Alhamdulillah. Good, so good, every good. Every intro, you, you give me a word. And I, need a, need, I, need to, I need to I need to find some new ones, inshallah. Brothers and sisters, we hope you are having a, a spiritual time. Of course, we are in uh, holy days. But today we wanted to try something different. As we approach, of course, the end of the Muharram Safar season, there's been so much content from different content creators on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube which we want to react to inshallah today. So we have something a bit different lined up. We are going to do reactions to videos, viral videos. To be honest, we have no idea. Uh, our co-producer Said Mushtaba has put this together. So big shout out to him. And yeah, we don't know what's lined up, do we? I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I, I don't know what I'm watching. So I don't know if I should I'm, be scared. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of frightened to be honest. I don't know. Um, Inshallah, we hope we hope it goes well, and uh, the listeners, uh, those uh, watching the podcast, wherever you are, you can react at the same time with us as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So drop a comment below. Let us know what you guys think while you're watching the videos. It'd be so cool to see what you think. I think there's six videos, so maybe you can you can write your reactions live, and Inshallah, I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. So, should we start off with the first one? Bismillah. Let's Bismillah. go. For it. Bismillah. Let's do this. You know, some people tell me, "Say, does all music halam?" I say. Listen, all music may not be haram, but the one you're listening to is definitely haram. And we watch those music videos. Hmm. And everybody suddenly wants to be a player. <laughs> well, you ain't no player. <laughs> oh my God. Say Jawad Qazwini. May Allah bless him. May Allah bless him. Wow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like what, you, what you think. Hey, I, I think he had the... <laughs> He had the whole reaction, you know, the whole. Uh, uh, everyone was laughing in the audience. The energy, as well. yeah. No, uh, th that's interesting. That's you know. Interesting. He made know, a good point he, he, as well, whilst 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 engaging us. That's a good point, Bess. You know, his whole his whole all his lectures this Muharram have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not surprised. Very by good that. topics. Really good topics. And um, no, but say Jawad, mm. I, I, you know, I like he's he's making a really good point about music and of course the type of music you listen to but of course he's saying it in a language in a way which the youth the shabab the will understand using, yeah, and of course yeah. we know like so some people who only attend majalis during the 10 nights and and people who will engage and find this guy engaging and funny mm. will you know they'll need to be spoken to in a way which they'll understand so yeah may allah bless him yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to I say. Don't to say I don't know what to say. But, you know, I like that. But so I think it was an, a nice, light-hearted uh, bit to his lecture. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's not what you guys think. Okay, so that, that was a very interesting uh, first clip to go through. And um, let's see what clip number two has Bismillah. in hold for us. Bismillah. I can't tell you how happy I am to be here. Right in front of me is the beautiful Imam Hussein Shrine, the grandson of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. It's truly a blessing for me to be walking up this road towards this incredible structure. MashaAllah. Yeah, this guy is amazing, by the way. I've, I've, I've seen a few of his he's, videos. He's amazing. He's amazing. And he became a Muslim. Turkey. 
see he's really moved yeah yeah I can he's really see moved it by his it. eyes his voice well I think this is during the lockdown like during the pandemic if I'm not yeah. mistaken see everyone wearing masks and stuff yeah 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 mashallah amazing footage I need to know who that saying is <laughs> beautiful smile I've seen his that Sade's picture on so many videos. It's how I feel. It's so beautiful. The blue marble tiles all around this beautiful complex with chandeliers. Awesome. It's an incredibly special place. I feel very, very, very blessed to be here. such a good do job documenting all of this. Wow. Deep. It's incredible. It's emotional. And uh, it's made me miss not being at Karbala. Uh, Inshallah. Inshallah. Inshallah we are going soon. Inshallah. Inshallah. I think so credit of course to Jay Palfrey. I think that's his name. Um, he is... He is something special and like the commitment that it would take for him as as a traveler or whatever to go to Arba'in or to go to Ashura hmm. in, in Karbala is, is is speaks a lot about him as a person and you know, like we said, Alhamdulillah became a Muslim. And you can see it in his eyes. Yep. Yep. yep the yep, intensity yep. of emotion. 
his voice is breaking and he's overwhelmed. You know, he used the word, uh, I feel blessed. Yeah. And uh, he is truly blessed because they say those who go to Karbala or Ziyara, they're, they're chosen to come. So, I, I, I mean, he's also opened up, I think, uh, Karbala to many non-Muslims as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how he documented everything. And I've seen a few of his vlogs. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's I really know good. he's been up and down in Iraq at the same time. I think he went to the marshes. Yeah, yeah, he's, been, he's, 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 a, he's a really, mm. really good uh, mm. YouTuber. I'd love to meet him. He sounds, he, yeah. I feel like he's a very kind-hearted individual. You can see it. Sometimes mm. you can tell the ikhlas. Like mm. when you see someone, you can see their sincerity. And he seems like a special guy. And to be honest, it makes us think as well. Like a lot of us, alhamdulillah, are blessed to be born into this faith. Yeah. And if we've gone, we should realize the blessing of being able to go. So many people haven't been able to go. So many people who deserve to go haven't gone. And maybe it's a lesson to us that we should try and take our friends, even if they're not born into the religion, or if they're not aware of Imam Hussein and Islam. Mm. Mm. Inshallah, this encourages them. Yeah, yeah. Inshallah, sure. inshallah. And right. I, I really hope he continues doing this. And I've seen other people similar in his yeah, field. Yeah. You know, they've also come. And it's just nice seeing their perspective of what Ziyara is. Sometimes so we true. take it for granted. Yeah. Or sometimes when it's your first time and you know it's being filmed mm. and you see the genuine, you know, uh, the emotions and the feelings and the uh, I just... can't imagine what he's feeling. If we're feeling like this watching him. Yeah, 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 yeah. MashaAllah. Number three? Number three. Let's do it. Bismillah. Bismillah. Guys comment down below before we go ahead. What did you think of that? Did you enjoy it? Have you seen it before? Let us know what we think. And let's move on to the next one. Okay, I'll get it for you. But you have to promise me. Yeah. You're gonna do something. Okay. 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 If you do it, you have it. If you don't do it, I'm gonna take it from you. Okay? Okay. Okay, look at me. Say I'm not gonna love Imam Hassan anymore. I'm not gonna love Imam Hassan anymore. Yeah. So you can have it. But why? Do I need to say that? Yeah. Why? If you wanna take say it, you have to say that. Okay. Say, I'm not going to love Imam Hassan anymore. I love the toys more than him. Why? So you can get the toys. Wow. Think about it. You have a lot of fun. Whoa. I don't want it. Why? But you will have a lot of fun if you get it. Because. Why? Because. Because what? I want to say a different thing. What do you want to say? I want to say I love you. Allah. Well, why? Allah. He's not going to make you happy. He is. How? Yeah. You sure? Yes. Hundred percent? I have enough toys. You sure? Then let's go. Mashallah. Yeah, let's go. Lesson, man. Lesson. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. You don't want to be like your brother? I don't want to be the bad choice. What's the bad choice? Look at your brother. You he got the toy. Happy. I know. Yeah. Just get a toy like him. No. You sure? You sure? Yes. Well done. Mashallah. That's I a good choice. Like, what? I don't know why Bravo. Good I'm choice. The same thing. And because he said no, I'm not going to return the toy, he got the toy. And now you're going to get the toy. Go what? get it. Why? Say, no, I love you, Mom Hussain. Say, I love you, Mom Hussain. I love you, Mom Hussain. Good, good, good. Allah, Allah, Allah. 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 All
That's amazing, mashallah. Lost for words, honestly. Beautiful soul, huh? Yani, I don't know how old he is. Must be I'm, like seven. I don't think he's past six, seven, yeah. And already, I, I felt like that, the the part where he said, you know, I want to say something else was like him choosing between haq and batin, literally, yeah, 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 literally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you can see you, like you can see the he's hellfire seeing, yeah. and paradise. <laughs> and he's, he's seeing the two options in his head, and he's weighing up the scales. No, I'd prefer to love. But him you know that shows. I I think his parents, his parents, yeah, have really instilled this love of Abdullah in his hearts, and I really hope we can do the same with our children. Inshallah, it's, inshallah, inshallah. It goes to show that the love of Abdullah Hussein mm. is something you can. Instill in your children from the youngest of ages. Of course, we know about um, not even, for example, the likes of Al Qasim and Aoun and Muhammad, but even Ali Al Azhar. Mm. And from such a young age, what they gave to Abdullah Hussein. And we say, what can we learn? Our kids learn, but amazing. Like, and this is this is this Muharram, right? I'm assuming. So, I'm assuming it's this Muharram. This is, Literally, I've what I yeah. I'm so absorbing. His reaction and um, the way he dealt with that. This is, for a six, seven-year-old, he may be younger, a bit older, I'm not sure. But yeah. I think that's a huge situation to be in because toys means everything to you. But for him, Hussein meant the world. And I, that, I felt it. That 30-second period where he mm. was weighing it up, and he said, I'm not going to say it because I love him, I'm saying, I don't want the toy. He just rejected it. He really wanted it, but he put it aside. Mm. Abbas. And do you know, it's like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's amazing, subhanAllah. We can go too deep, but... Yeah, <laughs> bless him and uh, whoever his parents are, you are Inshallah doing grows an up. amazing job. Yeah. And no doubt he will grow to be a Husseini. Inshallah, Inshallah. Inshallah. We, we, we are very proud of him. And of course... I want to know what the viewers and the listeners yeah. who also watch this together with us, you know, let us know how you felt. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> deep. I hear us. We've had we've had these three clips all very different in nature, mm. but um, yeah, that was I think a wake up call for us that you can you can do it in today's day and age with your own children. Subhanallah. So, subhanallah. Subhanallah. Let's do it. Should we go to the next clip? Let's do it. Let's Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Part of it is our fault, my brothers. I think that if we actually lived up to our Islamic values. Our women, our brothers, our sisters, our mothers, our daughters, they would not seek refuge in these ideologies. They gravitate towards these ideas because it gives them a language through which they can communicate and articulate their grievances. Because many of us failed them. They had to pick up a lot of the slack. Many of them had to take on the role of men because the men in their lives failed them. We, let's be honest. Let's address the elephant in the room. It's not just, you know, you women are being corrupted by these philosophies. We're part of the problem. That's why I began with the discussion on masculinity. We're part of the problem and we have to be part of the solution. That's interesting. Uh, a, lot, a lot of points to talk about here. We are part of the problem because we've Possibly. given women the role of a man, is why I understood. No, so I think he's trying to say that, from what I understand, 
that the man or the man of society has not given the, the woman or the female her due rights. And because of that, the modern day woman, I think I presume he's talking about modern day feminism. The mm. modern day woman has sought ideologies or modern day philosophies, which they feel gives them a form or a, a, a state of independence and freedom, which of course is the key word here. And what I think the Sheikh is trying to say is that as men, we are in many ways at fault of it, of, 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 at fault of it, if that makes sense. Mm. So it's an interesting take. I'm sure there's obviously probably um, sisters and brothers who would agree or disagree with the Sheikh. But I do agree with one thing particularly he said, and like you said as well, Said that we are part of the problem and the solution as men. We always feel entitled and we feel like we can give a lady a choice to make a decision in the center or at home when we feel like giving them that choice. Mm. Um, so we are part of the problem, to be honest. You know, I, I don't know how to maybe share my thoughts on this one. And I'll be honest, it wasn't a very long clip. Uh, I wish it was a little longer just so I understand, I understand the full point the Sheikh was trying to make. And I know Sheikh Asar uh, gave a few lectures, I think, relating to marriage, I think, this yes. year for Muharram. Yeah. I didn't hear all of them. I've heard about two or three. I did find them interesting, but th this, this one wasn't part of the lectures that I heard. So, yeah. so I'm not really sure exactly. But I don't think there's a problem discussing this. No, but I, I don't know what the Sheikh exactly was referring to. Uh, maybe he means we're giving, uh, like based on the clip I've just seen now, are we giving women too much freedom? I think it's sort of what I've understood. But do you but think? Do you think a, 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 a khatib or an, a scholar should get backlash for talking about things like this? It, the fact they're scholars, yeah, uh, and, and and they have this position to come and discuss these points on the pulpit. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because it opens a conversation. And yeah. if we are doing something wrong. If there is something wrong that we are doing as Muslim men, let's mm. say, then we should know what that wrong is. Yeah. If we're doing something right, then it's open for discussion. I, I, I personally, to a degree, agree with him. Mm. Because I think that um, men have not captured the true essence of Islamic masculinity. And he's calling us out as men. And he's saying, you guys need to fix up. And he's trying, I hope, he's being brutal, although I think he could be more brutal on the men, but obviously it's a small clip. And and that the sisters are vulnerable, perhaps, to fall into a trap of modern-day feminism. You know, I, I remember there was, I think a few months back, I think yeah. there was like this tweet he made yeah. on Twitter, and uh, it had a huge backlash. I remember this. I can't remember what the tweet was, and but I, I remember. I can't remember the exact word they used, but I think it was uh, based around masculinity and or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't remember the, the whole thing. Of, I the wish... role of, it was something to do with gender mm. roles. Mm. And it didn't go down too well by the general public. But of course, these if we if we censor our own ulama from talking yeah. about things, whether we agree or disagree, then we, we might as well remain stagnant. And we'll be talking about history forever. And we'll never talk about social affairs and issues that we talk about in our universities and workplace, yeah. but we can't talk about in our mosques. At the end of the day, I think if the sheikh is discussing this, there is a problem in the community. Of course. 100%. Of course. And it's not like he's out there purposely trying to cause, I don't know, yeah. uh, let's say friction or, or, or bad discussion uh, in the community. But I look forward to hearing the full lecture, in fact. I think tonight yeah, I will hear the full lecture after yeah. this podcast. Whether we intrinsically agree or disagree mm. with him... Um, I think we should encourage discussions on, on topics like marriage, feminism, 
uh, marital relations, uh, family dynamics, all of these things, because they are the core of our day-to-day life. Mm. And we need to understand how Islam plays a role in that. And if an, an alim who's traveled the world, who's engaged and integrated with different communities, can't give his opinion, um, then we're suffering. Because giving the opinion and giving it from, from what you presume to be the perspective of knowledge mm. is something we should encourage. And whether we agree or disagree is our right. We have a right to agree or disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we should hear it out at least. And if, if I could share, I think, a final thought yeah. on this one. But I'm going to bring it from a perspective of a husband and a wife. Yeah. So I'm not speaking to those who are not married, for example. Yeah. Yes. If you're giving your wife the freedom to work, I'm not sh- sure exactly what he's referring to, but if yeah, you're giving yeah. your wife the freedom to go look for, uh, you know, studies, education, go out to work, well, no, I don't think there's any problem with that. Of course. Best, I think if you're swapping roles, I think if the wife is going out being like the breadwinner and the guy is sitting at home, Doing nothing, doing nothing pretty much i think then yeah there's a serious I think problem there's a, there. the issue that with masculinity mm. you know and all of that but yeah that maybe we need That's to have a podcast about this one day maybe we yeah. do maybe it's, we do but i look forward to hearing this lecture yeah, <laughs> for sure for sure, sure. Yeah, Ali. next clip um before that something rather more important uh, i came across a charity a few years ago called uh who is hussein the, the who is hussein foundation and it's 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 a muslim charity that works all over the world, helping, well, not to put too fine a point on it, pretty much anybody who needs help. And they have all sorts of initiatives going on in all sorts of countries, um, working and helping in all sorts of ways. And their latest campaign is potentially a world record-breaking campaign. It is an attempt to break the world blood donation record to save lives. That's incredible. James O'Brien. That's incredible. You know, I hear him. Every day. Almost every day on the way to on to work. I think he comes up from about 10 to 12. Yes, yeah, yeah. Or 10 to 1, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Then he has this random mystery hour, but that's when I turn off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not interesting <laughs> anymore for me. But uh, it's very interesting to see him speak about this or give voice to this campaign with who is Hussein. So it's very interesting. Yeah, the full clip was, I think, about four or five minutes and, mm. and he interviewed the director um, and I think one of the volunteers from who is Hussein but I just want to shout out the Who's Hussein team because they are incredible human beings. And um, I think it's 25 countries, 350 plus blood donation centers around the world, tens of thousands of people donating units of blood and records broken across the world. Um, and it's something for us to take into account. And we talked, I think, in, in, in our last podcast, was it, about about Imam Hussein being mourned in different ways to mourn. Yeah, mm. as in basically, you know, the, the way or you spread the love. message. Yeah, mm. the, the way you spread your message, the message of Imam Hussein is being diversified and, and you know, it's it's evolving. But it's incredible. incredible it's nice, and it's also nice to hear him. Yeah. James O'Brien is, 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 is not a, is a voice everyone in the UK is very familiar with. Correct, yeah. So the fact he's talking about who is Hussein and this campaign, I think is beautiful. He came to the Conference of Social Justice, which he was the keynote speaker for Who is Hussein in, I think, 2018 or 19. Okay. And he was the keynote speaker. And, and when Who is Hussein contacted him, from what I understand, he instantly found a connection because he grew up in a orphaned environment. He was an orphan, foster homes and so on. Mm. And he talked about the, the underprivileged upbringing he had and how he felt there was a lack of social justice in the society he grew up in, in the day-to-day lives that we have in the same streets we walk, but he grew up underprivileged. 
and now he is one of the most, like you said, most recognised voices yeah, yeah. in in British media. Um, and who's the saying to credit to them? They they had coverage and recognition from like pretty much every major news outlet around the world for that campaign. Yeah, pretty cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have another clip? I think we do. Okay. Should we give it a go? I, go. I, I'm not sure what to oh, expect. There we go. The Prophet Salam's grandson Hussein did not want to do this. He was invited to the place of Kufa, where the people had said, come to be with us and we will deal with this together. And so he goes, not on his own, but he goes with the men and the women, the children of his family. When the armies come with Yazid, they go to a place where the Kufans, they tell Hussein that we are not able to stand with you in this battle. 72 members, 72 people standing against an army. Conceptualize it in your head. And they stand on the dark, arid deserts of Karbala. And the Prophet ﷺ, he knew that this was going to happen. He was told by the angels that there would come a time. It's in our tradition. Jibreel ﷺ, he said, your community will kill this son of yours. And the Prophet ﷺ replied, they will kill him while believing in me? And he said, yes. And then Jibreel brought forth soil and said, from such and such a place, Ali radiallahu an, he said, I entered upon the Prophet one day and his eyes were pouring forth tears. I said, Messenger of God, has someone angered and upset you? What is the matter that your eyes weep? He replied, rather, Jibrail stood with me before me and informed me that Hussein would be killed by the banks of the Euphrates. Wow, what do you think, Said? It got me in tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure... I don't know him. I've never heard him before. And I'm 100% certain, correct me if I'm wrong, he's not Shia. But he was, uh, you know, touching on the tragedy of Abba Abdullah. Saint yeah. It, it, it yeah. touched me. It's touched me. Yeah. Give me a few moments. Yeah. No, no, no. Do yeah. what you need to do, Said. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a heavy video. Imam mm. Khalid Latif... Um, and of course, I think it it just puts things into perspective <clears throat> for us. And we talked about this again on on our last discussion about the Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. His connection with Imam Hussein and, and the story of the soil. The soil, yeah, about. yeah. It brought me back to the previous yeah, podcast. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Subhanallah. Mm. Um, where you know, and you know, there's one thing he said, which um, I know it sounds so strange, but it hit me. He said, conceptualize. It when he talked about 72 versus an army, like you need to visualize, this. visualize it. Yeah, mm. and he, like we always told these numbers. If I told you 72 versus 10,000, or if I said 72 versus 100,000, you don't feel like 10 times more scared. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? But when you conceptualize it in your mind, it, yeah. it allows you to process it analytically and whatever visually in your brain. So it's nice, subhanAllah, you know, to, to see this and to see Musiba from, from, um, well-known Sunni imams mm. um, with a large following and to see the passion in, in, in his voice as well. I, I give him credit to mention it. I, I don't think it's something easy for uh, an un-Shi'i imam 
to yeah. come and I think speak about narrations like this. Um, because I think, you know, the, even though I know the story of Karbala and I've probably heard it a million times, honest to God, Bess, when you narrate these stories and automatically, it's impossible not to have any feeling yeah, correct. where yeah. you have this connection. And so I know it was not easy for someone who's not a Shia Imam to narrate this because you can affect or possibly change those who are hearing what you're saying. That's true. So I give him credit. Yeah, it's a brave move to make. It is, absolutely. It's interesting as well, Sid, because I know a friend of mine told me he watched the whole lecture from him of Khalid Latif. And he he mentioned that he addresses the audience, which of course is majority uh, Sunni. Mm. And he said, we are from Ahl-Sunnah wa Jama'ah. We should not be scared about talking about the tragedy of Imam Hussein, alayhi salam. Um, and I respect that. You know, I give, like you said, give him props for for bringing it up and for yeah. for addressing it head on. In a day and age where it's frightening for Sunni ulama to to mourn about. You, you know, it's surprising you bring that point because I just remembered uh, a clip I saw the other day, and I've seen it a few years ago, but it circulated again recently, and it's the Grand Mufti of Surya, mm. where he speaks about, and his audience are not Shia, by the way, but he speaks about the tragedy of Abu Abdullah salam. And he says, this was hidden from me. You know, mm. the tragedy, the things that led up to, well, yeah. you know, Karbala and Ashura was hidden from us. And when he asked his teachers, uh, I think it was Al-Azhar. Yeah. Al-Azhar. And they told him, you know, we, we don't share this because of our fear that you might become Shia. Mm. It was, and this is the Grand Mufti of Surya. Wow. Saying uh, this. That just shows the, the power of the mm. story of Imam Hussein. Salamullah. The, the way it grips your heart. And it, it takes you to a, a, on a journey. It of does. Love. It does. No matter how much times you hear what happens on those never, on the plains never of Karbala, in. it's it's a burning flame it that always, truly never always. fades away. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Inshallah, we're granted the shafa of Allah. I think we have another clip as well. I think we have one more. One more. one more, guys. Let us know what you think so mm. far. We have one more. Are there any thoughts you have? Um, and yeah, what are your reactions? Let's go. Every year we gather around together I remember to commemorate Akbar Foundation these holy nights of last year. Last year. These holy nights of the tragedy of Karbala. Because it's a gift from God. Imam Hussein has an underlying love in the hearts of all those who are Mu'mins. It's a magnet that takes us towards Karbala, takes us towards Imam Hussein. Salamullahi alayhi. Having great ambitions is the main driving force behind a person's success in this world and also in the hereafter. Qasim ibn al Hassan was one of these people with great ambitions. Too young, my sons. Oh, uncle, I will die fighting for you. Kazim, let me ask you one thing. How do you see death? 
Cinematic. Wow. Dramatic. Wow. 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 Incredible editing. Uh, what? What a powerful video. Subhanallah. I I just felt like I just went through a whole ten days of Ashura <laughs> and that two or three minutes. I'm not sure how long that we is. We have to. We have to give a shout out to Al Akbar Foundation mm. Mm. and all of the incredible Khadam, the Shabab, there are servants. Dedicated like, servants. No, no, they are something um, else. The passion in this video is obvious you know i was speaking to actually someone yesterday who moved to the uk from australia mm. and we were talking about um how in london subhanallah the, the the youth groups here all of them have this this love for abdullah hussein that only in a in a place like london can you at can least you feel? I feel yeah. yeah, like you can see anyone. The average age of the volunteer Al Akbar Foundation is probably what twenty one years old. Below thirty for sure. Yeah, twenty three years old maybe. And the, look at what they do. They organize majalis for ten nights, twelve nights. Thousands of people attend at the highest level. But you know what's interesting, Said? The 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 video, the qama, and the the uh, the, the mashak. yeah the yeah. mashak the al qasim all of that stuff that you see. Is obviously a very traditional thing and mm -hmm. a cultural thing from Iraq. Yes. Let me ask you, obviously, as an Iraqi from London. Okay. Is it interesting to see that? Like, do you know what I mean? Does it feel it, like it's part? It's intrinsically part of the majalis. It is part of our fabric, I think, as Iraqis. Yeah. Um, and and the, the and not just London, by the way. Yeah. I think wherever you find Worldwide. Iraqis around the world, you yeah. find the same things happening in every single center, and the beauty of it. It's, it's, you, you said you spoke to someone yesterday mm. uh, Just before the, the start of Muharram Someone told me What do you love about Muharram in London I said wherever you are in London The places I go to yeah. you, you feel like you're in Karbala Like <laughs> honestly And they bring Karbala to you To, 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 you. to wherever yeah. you are And that's the beauty behind it And I think it's very important uh, We stick to these values and yeah. We stick to these traditions And what, whatever it is That keeps the message of Imam Hussein alive, alive yeah. And it keeps us going yeah, Honestly. If I'm not mistaken, you were in the video. I saw. I saw myself cameo. there. Yeah. Mashallah. And so many of our friends mm. are, are here. I, I saw many people. I even saw the co-producer. Yeah. Also somewhere there. Shout out. Shout out. Say Big up. I know he likes the shout outs. He's blushing behind the camera. But the the fact they've shown us this yeah. clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's. I also want to. 
I think the other is Ali Basri, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm you not can mistaken. see, you can, you can, you can I, see his work. His yeah, you know, you know, his work. Hajj Ali Basri. Yeah, amazing work. But more importantly, Akbar Foundation, honestly, amazing. The pride of our community. And thank you for allowing us the opportunity to mourn Imam Al Hussein and giving us the feeling of being at Karbala wherever we are on the world. And the the last you, thing I'll say on this, mm. um, with your permission, said, is so many of the people I saw in the video and I knew. Many of them were from the Iraqi community, from your community growing up, and many of them from my community. And a lot of my friends from my local center growing up attended this majlis. And the fact that we can now have, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We can have a majlis which is in the English language, mm. but culturally is Iraqi. Do you see what I mean? And the, the audience is of different backgrounds. All backgrounds, yeah. You know, I saw so many of my friends um, who don't speak a word of Arabic and who were crying. In the video or who are serving as a volunteer in this video um it's just so proud it's such a proud feeling to have you know like i said and i mean it these shabab these youth are the pride of our community and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always bless them and Ameen. make them incredible fathers incredible role models for our community and grant them more opportunities to serve if this is what they're doing in their 20s i cannot wait to see what they have planned for us inshallah in the years to come so no pressure and this is not <laughs> this is not just to the foundation but to all of our youth groups across mm. the uk and even in the western world keep doing what you're doing because this season which we have just kind of wrapped up with maharam and safar you have made us proud you've made uh our awaited imam proud and inshallah imam hussein abba abdullah hussein Accepts all that you've done. Proud and accepts inshallah. 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 It's all qabul. And I think that concludes it. I think. We don't have any more clips, right? No, no I don't think okay. so. True. No, we don't. Okay. We don't. That was the ending. But um yeah, guys, let us know what you think, mm. brothers and sisters. If you have any thoughts, if you feel the same way we, we do, maybe you don't. How how did you feel this podcast went? It was different, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean yeah. it started off a bit light with Saint mm. Jawad. And <laughs> you ain't no player. <laughs> you ain't no player. But it took us on a ride, and yeah. I think, um, mm. yeah, it was very interesting. All in all, emotional, and I feel very grateful to be a part of this community. Alhamdulillah. Um, Alhamdulillah. Yeah. How about you? I for for me it was it was like an experience. Yeah, we should do it again. Maybe? I think we should. We should do this again. That's not what we think, and, guys. Um, should we do it again? Maybe we can do it after Maharam. We can do something a bit. I lighter. think post Safar we can do. Something very similar. Yeah. For sure. Inshallah. For sure. Inshallah. I'm looking forward. Looking forward. Okay. But I think more importantly, the viewers at home, those listening to the podcast, please engage and let us know how you reacted. You saw how Ahmed reacted. I had barely a reaction. No. This, um, <laughs> I'm always reacting. We want to, to know, knows that. you know, your opinions, your thoughts. And yeah. this is a platform for you. So let us know what you think. And inshallah, if you have any suggestions... Or feedback for upcoming podcasts. I don't think we've ever asked the viewers if they have uh, suggestions of what they want us to talk about. Let us know. And inshallah, we will do our best to serve you in the best inshallah. way we can. Inshallah. Look forward to seeing you all next week. And take care. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.